Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Thomas Stern, joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast to prepare us to start our own food or beverage business one day. How's it going, John? It's going great, Thomas. Great to see you. There have been a lot of changes happening, and I apologize to our listeners for not having some regular content for you. We know how you've been slobbering over the content, but there's just been a few changes. I moved Daria, my lovely girlfriend, out to L.A., where Thomas is staying, and I'm back here in Chicago. I just finished a show with Second City at noon. I had a noon improv show, Thomas, that went really well. Whoa. It went really well. Yeah, the audience was encouraged to eat brunch. It was like a like a dinner and a show, but brunch and a show. I love that. Yeah, it, w- it was really fun. It could have gone one of two ways, I feel like, you know? Really good or really bad, and I'm happy that it went really well. Yeah, um, but I'm just recording this podcast on my bed now because I'm in a new tiny room, and it's kind of luxurious. It's really luxurious to just be on your bed whenever you want. So that's how yes, that's how I'm doing, Thomas. Do you have any questions two, for me? Yes. Two quick follow-ups. Uh-huh. Yes. What form of improv? Because uh, mm-hmm. I know you did a lot of best of Second City shows, which are sketches. Yes. So what kind of improv show was this? This was just improv, and it was just uh, short-form games. So it would be cool, like cool. You, we did a, the audience would write down whatever they want to say on pieces of paper, and then we littered those across the stage and picked them up and would say whatever the audience wanted us to say. We did some musical stuff. We just did a, a good hodgepodge of, of different things. But that was very fun. How about you, Thomas? It's been a few weeks, and yes. we talked about some stuff off the air. Do you think we can... Yeah, and I'm going to... Is it okay if I pimp you into telling us what we <laughs> talked about? Yeah, of course. Oh, my gosh. Um just going to say that this is one of our oldest and best segments that we had to rest on for a little bit. Yes. But we're back. Thomas's love Thomas's life. Thomas's love is life. Back. It's back. <laughs> and it's bigger than ever. Um yeah, uh so I went on a first Hinge date mm-hmm. last night. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted, right? Yes. Um and it went pretty well but i don't know if i can commit to the second date because her english wasn't that good it was just good enough where i didn't really uh misunderstand her Mm -hmm. or she didn't really misunderstand me Mm -hmm. but i feel like she wouldn't get my sense of humor okay you know did you try I tried a couple things. What and did you try? I got some laughs, but Maybe I didn't they were bad. try. Yeah. Maybe your they bits were, were bad. Th- they probably were, but I wasn't comfortable doing my un uh apologetic, you know, my raw bits. <laughs> my unapologetic uncensored raw bits. Yeah. And so yeah, I I didn't feel like I was fully myself. So probably leaning towards not doing the second date. <laughs> Did you schedule a second date? 
No. Okay. I floated the idea. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I don't think you're going to be totally comfortable with a stranger ever. So maybe, you know, maybe you could try to go on a second date. Or maybe, this would be a really romantic gesture, you could start learning their language. And see how bad you are. I actually like that. Because then they, you know, they can make fun of you, you know. They can say, oh, yeah, he doesn't speak very, very fluent Korean. Yeah, who am I to assume that English is the language that should be spoken between us in our alone time? Yeah. Um, That's a good point. Thank you. Well, I don't want to eat too much more of the pod's time because we have a very special episode today. Yes. I thought Trader Joe's was a great brand to talk about because of all the history. But in researching this brand, this brand, which we're going to get to in a second, makes Trader Joe's look Uh, like Gerolsteiner, John. Wait, but you love Gerolsteiner. I love Gerolsteiner, and that's no knock knock to you, John Randall, if you're listening to this. But Gerolsteiner, you know, not that... Its history isn't that interesting. You know, they found the water and they bottle it yeah basically and it's great for you right and the other thing is this is the first time a guest has been in a commercial for the brand yeah you're right we'll get to this is in season we have to say this in part six of our of our 10 part season finale yes this is we are breaking new ground with uh our segment getting a working actor who's been in a commercial and i can't wait to watch it so this guest is Veronica Powers. She's an actor. She's a sketch comedian and a USC Trojan. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Great energy. Wow. <laughs> what a bubbly hello. Yes. Before we get into Frosted Flakes, Veronica, was there anything about Thomas's love life that you wanted to get into? Was there any? Was there anything that... <laughs> Was there any part of what Thomas said that you wanted to say but felt that you couldn't because you weren't introduced yet? Um, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, no I pressure. Feel like sometimes, like when uh, sometimes people aren't totally comfortable with the language, but I have a family member who met a girl in France and now they're married and she watched soap operas and she learned how to speak English so well by doing that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like crazy how that works, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so hey you, you know, never know you just don't I know mean, unless you try it okay but you know they that's... have to think you're funny otherwise then you gotta move oh on, that's right? yes. fascinating do you think thank you, you think they, wait 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 they have wait 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 does that is that how every successful I think couple you have to, works i think you have to share the same type of comedy like you have to like of course there's like a few interests you have to have in common i feel like that goes hand in hand with comedy you yeah. know like you'll find what's funny the same you know like I th- you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 100% with you. And actually, I used to go to Second City and do a lot of improv. Hey. I used to do their summer camps yeah. as a kid. Nice. I, I haven't been in a minute, um, but I mean, I feel like I definitely want to get back. I mean, I love Second City. Ugh. You should take... You should take your first date to a second date to a comedy show and just yeah. note the stuff that, that they laugh at and the yes. stuff that you laugh at and just line it up. Mm-hmm. Great strategy. I love that. Veronica, I saw you were in a USC show that was a spoof of SNL or like yes. did the SNL awesome. format. Is that still going on? Yeah. So we did our first show Friday night and we have two more shows in April. 
And it's it's like my professor says it's one of the most professional classes at USC. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is they combine the School of Dramatic Arts with the School of Cinematic Arts, which is like one of the only classes that does that. Yeah. So we have That's hilarious great. sketches by amazing writers. Wow. And and then we I auditioned to get into the class too. Um so it's a great nice. class and we do it just like SNL. We've copied it exactly. Nice. We have like a table read. Then the writers and everybody goes into a room, decides what makes the next cut. And yeah, it's, and then, you know, some sketches get recasted. Mm-hmm. It's, and then we have film sketches too, like interstitials, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is so funny. I think I'll post one soon. I did this hilarious interstitial, which I thought I was going to be proposed to. And then it actually ended up being an NFT token ID. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the is this? Like, That's you know, great. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's so fun. I mean, I love, I love comedy. Was, I mean, what's better than making people laugh? What, you know? Nothing. It feel, it's the best. It's what gets you into yeah. it. Was the process, I have to imagine there was some level of competition with the audition process because it sounds like it's such a cool idea. Like a lot of people probably wanted to get into that. Did they? Or... Yeah, a lot of people definitely did, and um, which is kind of a bummer because I had some friends that audition, you know, that didn't make the cut, yeah. which is always annoying. Yeah, and you, you gotta know? be like, I yeah. did, but you're like in the, I know, you're in the corner. I know. I'm yeah. like, uh, so, but you know, I think sometimes like. You know, the, the good thing about college is, like, you might have an opportunity to take it, like, in a year. Exactly. So, like, you know, it's not the end of the world, whereas exactly. in the real life, it's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. So, are there public performances that you guys yeah. do? Okay, yeah. cool. I'll so, have to check that out. Yeah, anybody can come. You just have to fill out, because it's COVID, there's, like, this thing called a Trojan check, which they make you fill of out. Course. But that's just saying, I don't have any COVID symptoms. Yeah. But, yeah, anybody can come. You just get an Eventbrite ticket. Oh, my God. Sweet. It's free, so. It's fun. Oh, awesome. Wow. That's cool. What a cool thing. And now, so you two met in Groundlings class, correct? No, actually. (laughs) Thomas got a bonafide stranger on the pod. Shout out to Mei Ling, my dad's girlfriend, because she teaches a class called Theater on the Edge at USC Ah. and allowed me to solicit all of her students to my pitch (laughs) for the pod. And Veronica emailed me after the pitch saying she wanted to be on the show. And then now she's here. Veronica, I love that grind. I love it. That is great. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yes, why not? You got to do everything, especially in today's day, oh, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. And real quick, uh, the quickest aside, Thomas, I want to congratulate your dad publicly for his <laughs> for his Model 3 Tesla order. He pulled the trigger. Yeah. He's got the car ready to go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if he has any questions, he can email me. <laughs> I'm a big Elon Musk fan. <laughs> or yeah, have him tweet at Elon. I can't wait to see it, to be in it, mm-hmm. to know my dad has it. But enough about Tesla. <laughs> Time to talk about the main frosted course. flakes. Yes. The main entree of the app. So I told you there's a lot here, and this is gonna be a, an extended brass tax. Mm-hmm. And I just want so to buckle remind your seatbelts. The audience yeah. again that we're doing the brass tax right now. Yeah. If anyone was confused. The story of Frosted Flakes can't be told without getting into the story of Corn Flakes, which is not just the story of cereal, but the story of breakfast. (laughs) So to get right into it, John Harvey Kellogg was born in 1852. 
For 67 years, he was the director of the renowned Michigan Health Resort, Battle Creek Sanitarium. William Keith Kellogg, or W.K. Kellogg, was born in 1860. He dropped out of sixth grade when he was 13, and teachers called him stupid. Eventually, his older brother John gave him a job at the sanitarium. Both brothers practiced the strict values of their Seventh-day Adventist church, including vegetarianism and not taking caffeine or alcohol. Wow. Kind of sounds like me. (laughs) Maybe I should look into this church. One of the many random things William did at the sanitarium was prepare a moist bread-like breakfast treat with wheat flour. One night, he left the dough uncovered and when he tried to roll it out in the morning, it flaked up on him. And instead of throwing away the flaky mess, he put the flakes in a bowl and served them. Wow. The patients literally and figuratively ate them up and demanded more. After some experimentation, the brothers switched from wheat to corn and started Sanitas Food Company in 1897. At that time... Breakfast could be anything. Steaks, chicken, cold cuts. Whatever you were serving for lunch and dinner, you were probably also eating at breakfast. And this was cited as a leading cause of indigestion in America. So John and William marketed their cereal as a breakfast substitute. The original recipe was bland and had no sugar or seasoning. So to increase sales, William wanted to add sugar, but John hated the idea. So in 1906, William started his own company, Battle Creek Toasted Cornflake Company. There were a lot of copycat cereal companies popping up, but William and his company stood out with clever ad campaigns like the Wink Day. (laughs) Now, I know this is getting into the the weeds here, but the Wink Day is so great, I had to include it in the brass tacks. On Wednesdays, women were encouraged to, quote, wink at your grocers and see what you got. What? <laughs> I was going to ask, in the time of pre-TV, how do you even market? That's great. Yeah, these must be print ads. <laughs> so what did they get? The deal Kellogg worked out with these stores was every Wednesday, the women who winked at their clerks would get a free box of cornflakes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. People loved this, and sales shot through the roof. Battle Creek Toasted Corn Flake Company also pioneered cereal offers. For years, they gave out Funnyland moving picture booklets to anyone who bought two boxes of cornflakes. Or winked twice? (laughs) I wish. It doesn't say. I think these are separate offers. Okay, okay. And if all that wasn't enough to solidify Kellogg's in the Great Samaritan's Hall of Fame, they were also one of the first brands to use a mascot. To get to Frosted Flakes, finally, in 1952, Kellogg's introduced Frosted Flakes, which were originally called Sugar Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger has been the mascot since day one. Wow. Yeah. As America became more health conscious, Tony became stronger and leaner, (laughs) and most of the ads encouraged kids to play sports. Nice. So that's the story of Frosted Flakes. Before I go any further, I'm going to do a little quick quiz for you guys. I have the best-selling cereals list of 2019 in front of me. Mm -hmm. Where do you guys think Frosted Flakes lands on this list? And also estimate the uh, sales in millions of U.S. dollars. Veronica, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, (laughs) 
I don't know. Probably, I, I think Frosted Flakes is like a go-to for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it was like third or something. I don't know. I think maybe third. I, I can't guess a number. Great That's... guess. <laughs> I think. Oh, no. I think... Oh, and then what? How many, how many millions of US dollars do you think they made in 2019? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> Just throw out a guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. John, I'll okay. do that. And then All right, you John. Can, you can, yeah, the price is right yeah. rules me. Um, I think that Frosted Flakes is the fifth most popular cereal. And, That's a good guess. Oh, shoot, I'm further off. But <laughs> well, three and five aren't that far away from I, each other. Here's where I get my marbles back i'm gonna guess the number perfectly i think they sold in 2019 430 million dollars whoa (laughs) did you cheat john i didn't cheat at all i didn't cheat my hands have been right here look mister so that's okay veronica that's a pretty strong reaction so i think i might be close yeah, his other one, he was like, good guess. Exactly. I'm like, okay. So I'm guess. way out. Yeah, I'm way out. <laughs> okay, so you saw how close John was. He's not exactly on the mark. Okay. What's your guess, Veronica? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Still, I, I'm going to take his side. I'll just say, yeah, somewhere near there. Perfect. I don't okay. <laughs> so you're both very close. First of all, they're number two on the list. Wild. <gasps> yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. It goes, honey. It goes Honey Nut Cheerios 1, Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, and Fruit Loops for five. Wow. wow. And is this all cereals? This is in the U.S., yeah. but all cereals that are sold in the U.S. That, yeah, that makes sense. 424.85. Oh, my That's gosh. That's crazy. You were so close. Thank you, yeah. Veronica. Thank you. I have gotten better at guessing. I've, ha- I've thrown out some pretty yeah. wild guesses in the past. So I'm proud of that. Thank you. You're getting very good at this. So our goal for the app, mm-hmm. they're number two. Mm-hmm. They We obviously want them to be number one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to surpass Honey Nut Cheerios. So that's a nice goal for us. Mm-hmm. Before we get into ideas, why did you choose Frosted Flakes, Veronica? Well, I think... We both know the answer why I chose Frosted Flakes, but I definitely feel like obviously a personal connection to the brand because I did a commercial for them and so many of my friends saw it and it just, well, every time I go in a store and I see Frosted Flakes, I just get flashbacks, you know? So, and I love the taste of Frosted Flakes too. I mean, but I'll tell you guys, I mean, I ate so many Frosted Flakes when we shot that commercial. Mm -hmm. Um, It was probably insane. (laughs) Um, You'd think it was like a YouTube challenge. That's how many I ate. Um, every take, like I, like on the sound system, I'd hear them be like, they'd be like, oh, did she have three spoonfuls? Like I had to have three spoonfuls, like every take of the, of the cereal. Yeah. And it was like very strict. I mean, I had such a fun time shooting it and the director was awesome and anonymous content did it. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, they had like, you know how they have like a kind of like a costume designer for the cereal. So every take the cereal had to look perfect. Yes. So wow, after yeah. I had my three spoonfuls, of the, this like nice woman would come back and she'd like fix the cereal to make it ready for the next oh take. Oh my God. It was a whole thing. And I also heard you bring up how Tony has always existed. And um, it's so funny. During the shoot, they had a Tony in an orange morph suit. 
and it didn't cover his face, but it covered everything else, and it was like super tight. And oh. like, he, he, yeah, and he was a super fit guy and um, super tall. And it was so, it was like so funny. Like, it was like, I had to pretend like he was like the tiger I was looking at, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a guy in an orange suit with no mask, basically, right? Well, this is way before COVID, but y- yeah, yeah, I mean, it didn't cover his face. Yeah. So it was every, it was like a That's little circle awesome. cut out of his head. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I, guess yeah. I think, I think he should have been wearing a Tony the Tiger mask. It probably yeah, it would have been easier for Veronica or having stripes. to pretend yeah. that she's talking to a tiger. Yes. Wow. Wow. So um, do you remember getting cast for this commercial, like that yeah. process? Yeah, it was actually such an intense process. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, and um, like it was very like the tension – it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot of callbacks, too. Mm-hmm. And you'd see, like, they bring in families, and they'd be like, oh, this is, like, the redhead family, or this is, like, you know, they brought all these different types of people, and then I'd be put with different dads, and then it was, like, and, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to make the next cut? Yeah. And, you know, I just, like, I'm a very enthusiastic person, and I think they liked that, um, and I was so blessed. Like, I kept being brought back into each like each different audition with like different dads or different moms to see if like we work together, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, um, I, I was really lucky and I just had a, I mean, I had good luck, but I remember I was very nervous. So the first audition I thought, okay, I didn't, I'm not going to get this, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and there's some auditions you think you do so well and then you never hear anything bad. That is like, on this them. Is, that is not on you. You yeah. crushed it. That is on the cast. Exactly. Right. Everything happens for a reason right, right, though, right. but so it's basically like a football theme commercial. And I was like, oh, my God, I have no idea how to play football. I'm like, I'm just, like, screwed for this, com- like, you know, yeah. this audition. Like, and um, – but they thought it was funny that I didn't know how to play. Yeah. Like, I think, like, the casting director was, like, kind of, like, <laughs> laughed. And, like, I don't know. Maybe that helped me get to the next round, if that makes of sense. Of course. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I just – there was a ton of callbacks. And, yeah, it was – it was really intense, but awesome. If I had to summarize, totally. <laughs> so you, cool. You said that anytime you see frosted flakes, I'm sure just like there's just this. I don't even know how to say it, like montage of memories that floods your brain. Are there any like exactly. strong specific? I mean, I'd say a guy in an orange morph suit is probably yeah. something you'll remember. <laughs> Were there any other like just little pictures or clips that you just like really are holding on to anytime you see that frosted flakes? Um, I think I see, like, my outfit I had on in it, and, like, my hair was back. I had, like, a ponytail, and I remember that. And I remember, like, the wardrobe fitting. They were, like, we want her to look, like, leggings, like, kind of sport-like. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, they had my hair back, like, those ideas, because it was, like, football kind yeah. of. Um, but I also remember when we were shooting the commercial. So I had to do, like, a squat to get ready to do the football thing. <laughs> but I was squatting for so long. I remember oh. I was, like, but you know, like, you're an actor and you want to give your best. Oh, you totally. don't complain. You're, like, oh, I'm great. I'm great. So I was, like, squatting for so long. You could just, like, feel the pain in your, like, yep thighs you know yeah. like your muscle um yeah so <laughs> i'll never forget burns. that too and also the three spoonfuls per take i i was like oh my god <laughs> I, so hold on you're squatting down in a football position but you're also eating three spoonfuls of frosted flakes i need to see this oh, commercial for sure you need to see it but there was like a few different sequences uh-huh. so first there was like a football sequence with my dad and like my little fake brother yeah and um so then we're like playing like you know 
fake football in the living room. And then we go into the kitchen and have Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. And then t- Tony the Tiger is behind me and goes, they're great, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, and it was so weird. Like, I was, like, literally in, like, high school and, like, even in my middle school. Like, it played for, like, I think, like, a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. um, people would, like, come up to me and be like, oh, my God, like, I saw your commercial. And then I remember I met this girl in high school and she was like, oh, my God, that was my favorite commercial. That was you? Whoa. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, before we go any further, let's just play it and kind of okay, narrate yeah. it to the audience. Mm-hmm. Now we'll uh, see, yeah. Hey, Tony. Dad, go wide. Set. Yeah. I have to say this. Veronica is definitely doing the deepest squat. Everybody, everybody else <laughs> yes. is just kind of bending their knees a little bit. She is down and ready. That's probably why it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the youngest boy of the family, well, yeah, hold- uh, you know, hikes the ball, and then everyone does a root, yeah. and then apparently he throws it to his dad, mm-hmm. and the dad scores a touchdown in the living room. Tony immediately tackles one of the stuffed bears that was one of the defenders, <laughs> which I thought was a great touch. This animated tiger just yeah. absolutely creaming this this teddy bear, and mom enters from. It looks like we might be in like. Uh, there's an upstairs area and the mom's coming downstairs yeah. to check in on the family it looks like so let's continue nice <laughs> catch who's ready for halftime yes okay I'm gonna draw something out new wide receiver goes deep all the way to the corner wait a minute wait the quarterback share what you love with who you love <laughs> Kellogg's Frosted Flakes they're great yep okay so that was you who took that bite right there's yeah. a blurry shot of someone taking a bite with a strawberry, <laughs> which looks great. That was probably me, yeah. And I remember the director even was like, like I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, you know, I want you to like, like taste it, and then you know, take that in, and then you know, oh and sure, then you, like go, like there was all these like, like the physicality was so important, and like your face, uh, like your facial expression, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, but he was loving it, and I did it well, and it was just like uh, it was a high I was on. It was so much fun filming, and I loved my fake family. The, you know, the technicality, yeah, the the difficulty of being in a commercial and tasting the thing that is being sold, and having to express like live as it's happening how much you enjoy it. That is a golden ticket if you're able to sell that, and I totally believe. But, it. Yeah, but I liked it too. So yeah, I mean, right. at least it wasn't like something I didn't like, you know, or. <laughs> You know, yeah, or something yeah. someone was allergic to. Easy. Oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> That's a good segue, because I was going to ask, did they require that people auditioning for this like the cereal? Was that part of no it? No way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a tasting um, round. Yeah. Whoa. A tasting round. Yeah, like a tasting round. I don't know how else you describe it. I mean, yeah. how else? Where Taste they us? gave it to you and you had to react to it? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Did you get to choose what kind of milk it was? No, I don't think like LA was as like milk conscious back then. Sure. Like now I'm like, now I'm like, oh, they'd probably be like, do you want oat milk or coconut? I don't remember hearing anything like that. Yeah. But in today's day, probably. Yeah. So Frosted Flakes, we touched on an, an important issue, I think, that they have. And it is that they get mushy pretty quick. I'd say you've got maybe five, ten minutes before that stuff mm-hmm. turns into something that doesn't look as good anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if that's something we want to focus on to take down Honey Nut Cheerios, but it's one of the, you know, 
something I was thinking of. I feel like they're easier to break, too. I feel like I always see, like, little kids with Honey Nut Cheerios because probably it's just, like, easy to have in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. So we identified the uh, crunch factor. Are there any main flaws we can point out and maybe fix? Um, in today's day, yeah. I mean, a lot of yeah. people are gluten-free now. And I think... Important. Yeah, I think they should probably make, like, a gluten-free version, right? I mean, a lot of kids are celiac, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it should be easy because corn isn't gluten, right? They could probably, yeah, I think they could probably get it done. Right? But maybe it wouldn't taste as bad for you or good, you know, but that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> then if we're talking health, there's obviously the sugar thing. Oh, you can use monk fruit. Monk fruit yes. sugar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's the... Oh, sorry. It's the malt flavoring that gives the gluten in the Frosted yeah. Flakes. Oh. I, okay. I was like, yeah, you're right. Corn, that should be fine. It, that seems like it seems like it's an easy fix then. There must be an alternative. In today's day, I mean, I feel like there's so many alternatives 100%. now that yeah. never existed before or didn't taste good before, but now they taste good. Yeah. I think that's I a will great mention, thing to mention. Go ahead, Thomas. Even in the very early days of cornflakes, malt syrup was one of those ingredients, one of those original ingredients. So do you think yeah, that's true. Do you think frosted flakes and cornflakes is suffering a little bit from like the constitution uh the declaration of independence issue of old things that aren't fixed or old things that don't get, you know, edited with the new generation with the new era? Do you think that maybe in the organization the formula is the formula, and we will not change the formula because hmm. people might get mad. Or maybe they just sell a second, like a second totally. kind, you know? Totally. Okay, we're going to come out with a gluten-free one. Mm-hmm. Is it also sweetened with monk fruit extract? Or maybe coconut. Isn't there like coconut brown sugar? Or am I crazy? I think yeah, there is. I've seen that, mm-hmm. coconut that sugar. That might taste more like, like the original taste if I had to like... Wink test! You oh, the wink test. Bring, bring back, back the, the wink, wink test. and you get the gluten-free <laughs> monk fruit sweetened, maybe. But this time, anybody can do it, not just a woman. Yeah. I feel like that's the way yes. to do it. Yeah. Anybody. Dogs Great can do it. Great call. <laughs> Even dogs. Maybe we make a dog version, too, uh-huh. and sell it to Chewy for the puppy bowl. Uh-huh. There we go. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. The only thing that I can think of now is, and this is, I think, our toughest issue, how to beat Cheerios with the the slop test with the hmm. holding onto its shape holding onto its texture is there anything that we know in god's green earth that gets or stays hard in water there's another cereal that i have called catalina crunch that is <laughs> You're made with, with potato it. starch yeah. and pea protein okay huh now, but maybe it's also the form factor because it's so, these flakes are thin. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. do you make them thicker? Or do you do another shape? But then that's like, I feel yeah. like then it's like not the same. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it would be under Kellogg's, but it wouldn't be like Frosted Flakes. Maybe they'd have like a new cereal, like, like I don't know. Is it? Or would that mess with it too much? Is it changing the formula too much to add like some granola Maybe that could just be the healthy version. Gluten-free, monk fruit, granola. You know, they have all those, yeah, like, yeah. what's that other? Special K has a lot of, like, that stuff, I feel like. Yeah. That, that's yes. probably an issue. That's a competitor. 
Probably not. Darn it. I shouldn't have thought of that. How far away? <laughs> we're, we're helping out the competition. How far away are those brands, are those cereal brands, Thomas? Do they even show up on the on the chart of most popular Special US? K is number six. Okay. Oh, shit. Right after Fruit Loops. Okay, not getting a medal, but they're up there. Then Raisin Bran is seven, and Reese's Puffs is eight. Yes. And that's the entire list. <laughs> the f- are they? Are any of those gluten-free? Honey Nut Cheerios is probably gluten-free. Yes, is. Cheerios, oh, that's it. another thing they make a big deal Dang. out of. Yeah, Maybe you hit it on the head right away, yeah. Veronica. It's just the <laughs> fact that it's not gluten-free. Yeah, um, I mean, I think a lot of kids have like mm-hmm. gluten-free issues yeah. now. And now they're lactose intolerant. Everything bad's happening with food allergies, right. especially in LA. Oh, um, totally. I don't know. Maybe it's just being here you get food allergies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Thomas here with another new sponsor for the show we're really happy to introduce the drill press institute of america and what they do is they teach the trade of drill press operation you're probably thinking drill press operator i've never considered that as a job but what if i told you that that is businessinsider.com's 10th least stressful job according to an article in 2014 And the best part of this deal is that you don't have to pay for this education up front. It's $6,000. That will be taken out of however many paychecks it takes for you to make $6,000. But the median salary of a drill press operator is $35,580. So that means you only have to work for two months before you start taking in all that cash. Gosh. What would you do, Thomas, John here, if you had $1,450 every single paycheck before tax? Well, any of those fancy cereals that I look at, I'm buying those. If you are stressed about your grocery bill, forget about it. And if you've ever used a drill press, you know how satisfying it is to push that lever down and see that drill go through metal and the metal flings everywhere. Wow, Thomas, you're talking like you've really been there. Have you operated a drill press? Yeah, I actually went to one of their training facilities just to see how it works. Uh And they have eight drill presses on site. They're industry grade and they have technicians on staff to show you how and when to press whatever it is you're drilling. And Thomas, this is pretty cool. Do any of the materials that are drilled get used in buildings maybe we've seen today? No, they're not used in real-world application, but all the scraps that the education facilities generate are recycled. Wow. It sounds too good to be true. What's the catch? I thought it was. What's the catch? There really is no catch. That's right. Enter code GREATSAMARITANS at drillpressinstituteofamerica.com when you're signing up for classes and you are going to save... $360. That's a a lot of money. That's a dollar for every degree saved. 360 degrees, a full circle. A tiny circle made from a drill press. Now back to the show. Could I ask, Thomas, how much money we need to come up with to bring Frosted Flakes to number one? Yes. Honey Nut Cheerios sold 481 million. Okay. 
So that's exactly 55 million. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. That's that's doable. I feel like the gluten difference will give us those 55 million. I feel like that too. Yeah. And like, what if you got in stores like Whole Foods or something? You know what I yeah. mean? Like... Amazon is tied to Whole Foods. I feel like there's a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. And it really ties in with the brand of like being the, you know, for the active family. If you give them the gluten-free option, if you give them the monk fruit sweetened option, I think that alone would probably push us over the, the... So then it just becomes, how do we get the word out? And we have the idea for the Wink Wednesdays. Yes, that everyone can do. Yeah. Is that enough? Um, there's probably like a lot of like gluten-free influencers, I feel like. Yes. But, I yes. mean, it depends if you like influencers, but um, I feel like even when things just go on TikTok, which I know I sound like such a like millennial or whatever when I talk about this. But no, we say this about every episode. Gen Z, actually. I'm not even a millennial. I'm a Gen Zer, <laughs> but... <laughs> I was honored that you included yourself with us for even a second. A second. I forgot. But you know what? I just sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to think of myself like that. No, no, no. (laughs) I think you're onto something and we talk about it all the time. Like TikTok campaigns absolutely work and they work great. Yeah. And I feel like so much like about fitness now is like because like gluten, I guess, is processed. So like if it's gluten free and it's like sold somewhere like healthier like whole foods or something so like more oh, moms would pick it that, up you know like there's always a stereotypical mom God, there it Monica, is who's the buyer mom yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah and it needs to be less processed mm-hmm. i think that's a key mm-hmm. what if there were just cor- like dehydrated kernels of corn of cooked corn along with the cereal <laughs> then you do, you're not necessarily processing the flakes less you're just adding pieces of corn <laughs> they're sweet okay that's a good idea that's a good idea i was thinking now with real corn for okay go ahead for marketing who markets better than the people behind the marketing team at shen yun you know the the Shen Yun posters all over everywhere. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, I don't think I do. Those... What's that? Okay. It is. It's. I wish I knew what it was. It's like a. <laughs> I love it. You're like, I know the name. It's a musical. It it's a musical. Yeah. And. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. The, the moment you said a musical. lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. They are in every single storefront. I've And I don't know how they do it. They're in every city. They do not leave a storefront behind. So I think... Some magic power. We team up with Shen Yun, and we have a little (laughs) Shen fun. (laughs) Oh! Yeah, maybe. And maybe Shen Yun could have Frosted Flakes at their shows. I mean, they're dancing, so they need to be, like, fit, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that fits in with the fit angle. Yeah. And then people who don't like sports are like, oh, I like dancing. Yes! There you go. Wow. We 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 know. We've we've solved it. When when the yeah. stars align so cleanly and clearly, you just have to follow the path. Yeah. Cause who when is a commercial targeted musical theater lovers? Can you think of one commercial? Maybe um. like maybe Lin like Lin Manuel's been in like a Verizon commercial, maybe, but that's not doing anything. Yeah, that's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I think of his like TikTok like his sound is like trendy right now. Like it's like mm-hmm. come on, brain, think of things. Like that's 
the advertising for him, I feel like I know, which isn't even advertising. It's just him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's a pretty untapped market. We've cracked it, certainly. Certainly. Ah, There's, the one thing, you know, once. Yeah, I go mean, ahead. We'll just let the food engineers handle this last idea. I really wanted to get like a, a crunch, like a, a milk resistant something. Maybe like yes, a coating, yes. like a sugar coating that's also milk resistant, but you also don't want to put too many let's, chemicals in there. Yeah, I let's wonder, noodle this for a little bit. I mean, if this uh, is a hot room. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if like, I, I don't know how this works. Like if you put cereal maybe in like a coconut milk or an oat milk, does it, I wonder <sighs> if it would do the Different same. Different milks. I don't know. Is, that's a great point. The milk could. I would assume. I don't know. It depends. What let's think what are the crunchiest things we know of that are edible? Yeah, other than <laughs> okay. just straight up sugar. Uh tortilla chips, thick corn chips. Oh yeah. Totally. Like um, bread, I feel like. Yeah, a toast. Yep. A crouton, definitely. Yeah, crouton. Yeah. For sure. But then we're talking about gluten. We can't no, we need gluten free. Yeah, yeah a gluten free <laughs> crouton we... that's sweet. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned Pop Rocks. They're, you know, if they can make a Pop Rocks with no sugar, that would be kind of fun. What would happen if you put Pop Rocks in milk? It'd be like a fireworks show, right? Or does it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know about that. that. Dang it. <laughs> okay. I thought, because we were batting a thousand, I thought we could figure this one out. If you crystallized it with more sugar, mm-hmm. that would probably make it more crunchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, monk fruit is like a substitute. Like, I don't think it matters if you put like, but it's like a healthy substitute. So I don't think it matters yeah. if you put more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I don't think it's like worse for you or anything. So it's actually sweeter, even though it doesn't have sugar. <laughs> and let's just for good measure, make the flakes ever so slightly thicker. There we go. Right. Not say go. anything. Yeah. yeah. And not, In- thank you, Veronica. So brilliant. Infinitesimally thicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, if you think about it, gluten-free isn't as filling as gluten, so it wouldn't matter if they're thicker. Exactly. Right? That's right. It would still be a That's lighter, perfect. healthier option. Okay, so we've figured it out. Now, let's just agree on how we get this message to Kellogg's. Mm. We could uh, do the standard email them with the link to the pod. Yeah. Or we go viral on TikTok, so then they have to address it. I feel like oh, brands have yes. to address things when they go viral on TikTok, you know? You have to talk about it. Did you hear about this yes. going viral? Compared to an email, nobody says, hey, did you yeah. hear about this email? Okay, I like that. I think for it to go viral on TikTok, it has to be unpolished, you know, yes. and real. very- Not promoted, yeah, real. real. So who's the person who would deliver that message the best? I mean, Veronica- Maybe Veronica, you know what you could do? You could do a like a rehash of you could reshoot the commercial today. Oh, that you were in, but then it's obviously you're doing all the characters. Yeah, (laughs) how about that? And so you just like paint your nose blue for the when you're Tony the Tiger, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, okay, I like that. That will go viral. That's gritty because look, look at Bel Air. They're making a gritty remake of the Fresh Prince. Why not make a gritty remake of this Frosted Flakes commercial? <laughs> That's the logic I'm using. This is perfect. This is perfect. It's the time. The iron is hot. Wow. Everything's remakes. Yeah, exactly. you're right. I mean, we just remake it. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I actually think you should do this even if we weren't doing this podcast. I think that'd be a great TikTok for you to do. <laughs> I think I should. I love TikTok. I mean, I'm not viral or anything, but that'd be fun. Any, Maybe it would go viral. Yeah, that's, Who knows? You only need one. You only need yeah. one. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we figured it out. This mm-hmm. was great. Veronica, thank you so much for being on yes. the show. Thank you. It was so much fun. Yes. The time flew by. Oh my gosh. I know. It did. I know. Do you have Do you have Yes, Thomas. You normally do it. I don't know why. Jinx. I don't know why I thought that I'll do it this time when you do it every time. So I'll let you continue to do it. It's all right. This. We could do it at the same time. You want to try that? Absolutely. Do you have Three, anything to one. Two, one. Do you, do you have, have anything, anything you'd like you to plug? Want to plug? <laughs> And just edit mine out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, all my social media is official V Powers, mm-hmm. and um, I did the dubbing for Misfit the series. Mm-hmm. I'm the main character, Julia. Mm-hmm. So I sing and do like ADR voices and talk in it. So it's really fun. I do the English, and um, yeah, I'm working on a new project, but I signed an NDA, so I can't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then obviously I have my sketch comedy shows two in April. So if you want to go, you can either like DM me or just get a Eventbrite ticket. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Watch out. I'll try to make one of those. That'd be fun. Watch out for that NDA. Keep your eyes peeled for Veronica Powers, everybody. So you can recognize (laughs) her. I'll post about it the second. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) All right. That's going to do it for this app. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at Great Samaritans Pod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.